0: Hello, peeps. I know it's been a little while since you've uh, heard from me. And there are reasons for that. Oh, there's a train going by. There are reasons for that. Um, And then there are several reasons why I shouldn't have let it go by so so much. And, um, you know, so I do want to take accountability. I am starting to feel a little like, you know naturally just feeling like who the hell is listening to me and what do I really have to say and then I think a part of me is just trying to soak in like some of the things that I'm learning or observing about life and the people around me and um, I just celebrated my birthday on Friday so um, I actually this is the first year where I decided I wanted to just like it was just like another day, you know, I was just going to go into the office. It's my birthday. Um, I usually take the day off, chill with the family, you know, get a me day in there. Um, I think mainly cause I work a nine to five job. Cause if I was working a job I really love to do, I really wouldn't take a day off. I wouldn't need to take a day off. You know what I mean? Anyway, I took the day, I took the day off, but not because it wasn't for a me day this time. It was because my kids not, like actually didn't have um, daycare that day. And so I had to call out of work. Um, because I wanted to allow my husband to go to work. He wanted to go to work. We talked about it. And so I let him go to work. And I stay home with the kids. Now the topic of today, or what I really wanted to talk about, like, what really came into my head on Friday was, um, was this idea of, like, do-gooders, and, um, do-gooders, I would call it, like, suggest, uh, you know, like, as people who simply do good things, but don't really, they're, like, Subconscious Or unconsciously at this point doing it. Like they're just not aware of what they're doing. Um, they know that they have re- reiterated time and time again. That doing good is going to lead you to, you know, maybe you're going to have good karma. Or you're going to go to heaven or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is that they believe. And so without giving it any thought. Do-gooders are the people who just do good deeds um, for anybody and they don't really think about the consequences, you know. So, I mean, arguably, you could do something good for somebody and they could go, like, turn that around and hurt somebody with it. You know what I mean? So, like, I know we don't think that far ahead and there's no reason for us to think that far ahead you know, I'm not trying to be a party pooper. Um, but, you know, like that, like the amount of good things that you do in this world, like I think that the same amount of bad is in this world. You know what I mean? Like it all evens itself out at some point. Because like I said, you could do something good for somebody and they could turn it around. Like how many of us have given money to a homeless person on the street and then like complain that. You know, you saw that homeless person use the money to go get booze or drugs or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it went to nothing except feeding their addiction. So, you know, arguably, I'd say the good deed that you did wasn't so much, like, the result wasn't good, you know? And, I mean, we could argue all day about whether or not, like, what the person does with the money. Like, that's not, you know, you can't control that. Like, that's not the argument. The argument is just the fact that, like, we have a lot of people doing good things. Just kind of, like, again, blindly believing in in something and then doing good good deeds. And so, um, you know, I think... Where you... I, I, I think it's better to be a good person, like, be who you are, not do it, you know what I mean, like, not just act like a good person, be a good person, right, like, um, and so, you know, we're constantly doing, doing, doing all these things, so, what led me to this idea was, um, I mean I've always thought this I mean I have been thinking this excuse me I haven't always thought this but I've been thinking this for a while now Um, somebody brought it up to my attention I started listening to like like um, um, Tantra readings and you know just what Tantra teaches and Tantra actually teaches us to do good it's like to just to be aware and conscious of what you're doing you know what I mean and and to be present when you're making those choices those decisions um and to it's like pretty much like owning it you know like knowing what like making informed decisions knowing exactly what you're doing empowering yourself like you know so versus like unconsciously and subconsciously um Going through like uh, acting out, going through the motions, like without thinking, being on autopilot. You know what I mean. So that that's the difference. Now on Friday, uh, when I called out of work, I found out from one of my coworkers that um, the training unit who I work who I work for um, they they were gonna throw me something or like decorate my desk or something. You know. But um, I decided to call out that day, and I had no idea it was a total surprise. And I was, like, ecstatic because um, for a couple years now at work, even though I know that my boss um, has written great reviews about me, like, I know that I pay a lot of attention to detail at work. And so this year, I've been really trying, like, not to really focus so much on what other people think about me, which is the reason why I took on the OJT uh, position. I knew that people weren't going to like me. Not everybody's going to like my teaching style. Not everybody's going to like me. And so this was a great challenge for me to put myself in the shoes of a trainer, a coach, where not everybody's going to like me and that I'm going to have to deal with hearing about those things. You know what I mean? So um, I have heard I have heard like some things said about me and um I'm not the quiet type of person. I mean this year. Like it hurt me because it brought up past trauma and then I and, and I brought it up, you know, cuz I I just want people to feel included, not just myself, but I'm speaking for everyone, you know? Like I wouldn't do this to anybody in my training unit. Like even if I don't particularly like a person or whatever, like I'm going to treat everybody the same way. Um I'm going to spread information the same way. I'm going to help people because I I genuinely want to help people. Not because I only want to help a friend um, or help this person that I like because they like the same things as me. Like, no, I just, I'm, I'm a teacher. I teach all. So, you know, I've heard a few uh, stories this year about people not liking me, not liking my style, and I wasn't invited to um, some of the things that happened. Um, and then there was like, you know, naturally, like there were reasons why I wasn't invited, and I get those reasons. And you know, like there, it's anybody can make any anything up. You know, it's just. Uh, but I thought I needed to speak up for the future, so. I spoke up. I said that it's not really nice. Like, I want to I wanna train a unit where, like, our foundations are really clear. And, like, it's very solid. And we all treat each other equally. And, you know, I spoke up. But, of course, like, speaking up, people thought... Whoever heard about it, anyways. Um, probably think that I was just complaining. And uh, so, I found out that on Friday you know, they decorated my desk because they wanted to, I guess, ensure that I wouldn't complain or they felt like I may complain. So they decorated my desk and, um, I'm grateful nonetheless. Like I'm, I'm thankful that people thought about me and, and took the time, you know, uh, took the time, gave me some attention. That's, that's great. Um, but you know, it just brought up that idea of why do something you don't really want to do why decorate my desk if you don't really feel like doing it like I really didn't care whether or not my desk was decorated I'm 33 you know what I mean like I'm 33 Um, I don't expect anything from anybody and so whether or not anybody decorated my desk it really didn't matter I still enjoyed myself, I still had a great time, I enjoyed my birthday, did everything I wanted to do. So whether or not my desk was decorated, nah, you know? I understand the people that decorated my desk, you know, I've been watching them, I know like why why they do the things they do you know i'm a great great observer and i get it you know it's like we're not all there yet people people still think that they do that they they have to do things because they're expected to you know I mean I don't do anything because people expect me to anymore I just I do things because I made a clear conscious decision to do that thing for whatever reason so you know again isn't the joke on them and you spent the time you carved out time in your day to half ask something and then talk amongst yourself and say, I, I did it because I didn't want her to complain. You know, um, first of all, I may not have complained had you not decorated my desk. I could complain that you did touch shit on my desk. You know what I mean? Like Oh so shit, if you're doing things because you don't want somebody to do something or whatever, then I think, I think again, you know, it's like, but anyway, I'm driving into work right now I'm about to check out that shit. Um, you know, I'll, I'll see it when I get in there. And then, of course, I'm going to thank everybody. Excuse me. I'm going to thank everybody. Because, again, for me, I really appreciate people taking the time to do that. I appreciate people thinking of me. You know, um, and giving me the time of day. And that's all I'm going to thank them for. I may even try really hard to not really mention my birthday. I should probably just thank them for the time. Anyway, thank you guys for your time. Um, I am going to catch you guys a little later. Thank you guys for listening. Um, sorry that I haven't been putting out as much content. I am in and out. Like, I think my focus is definitely still in and out. You know, I'm working this 9-to-5 job, trying to figure out how to get out of it. Um, my husband just started his new job. We have young kids, two kids under the age of four. One of them's turning five in a couple weeks. Um... You know, so I do what I can, and I will continue to do what I can. Um, I will catch you guys soon, and um, definitely excited because the holidays are coming up, so we'll have a little bit more time uh, maybe to spend together. Um, but yeah, you guys have a good one, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, good morning, and welcome to the Maker of Errors podcast. Um, this is your host Justine and um, I know it's been a little while I think the last time I spoke with you guys it was about to turn my birthday hadn't even been um hadn't even celebrated my birthday yet and here I am now it is that first week of December well into December today's December 6th. my daughter's birthday is coming up so it's been a good maybe close to three weeks since we last uh, since you guys last came into me or since I last a uh, Produce any produce anything uh what made you know what brings me here today actually because I had just been thinking a couple days ago like oh I haven't done anything in a while but what actually brings me here today is um well first of all I've been listening to a lot of new podcasts um like right now I'm listening to uh Bobby Lee's Tiger Belly and it is hilarious I mean like I don't even think he's trying to be hilarious but it's great and um I really enjoy it so if you guys are interested it's um again that's Tiger Belly and it's um Bobby Lee and his lover Kalila, and she's so cute and sweet too so it's it's great to to like listen to both of them and um they have a great chemistry and dynamics so yeah check check them out whenever you get a chance um, also been listening to some audio books I also experienced a period so I don't know I may have mentioned it in my last podcast that I was feeling kind of like I was getting my period ooh actually I realized that whatever I last recorded I also didn't upload or um, excuse me I also didn't um, publish it and there's a reason for that I think I just It got stuck there. I never published it because I may have mentioned in it that I was about to start my period. And so I was all like depressed and like sad sounding and everything. But, you know, that's all past now. Um, The funny thing, though, is that I didn't actually upload it. So, um, yeah, so now it seems like this is a little out of order, but I'm just going to go with it. We'll see. Maybe I'll go ahead and publish that one first, and then publish this one next. Um, Anyway, it is um, the Friday before Lila's birthday. Lila turns 5. She's turning 5 on December 8th. It's this Sunday. Um, It's supposed to rain, so no plans right now. We all just got better from being sick, so... Um, But, you know, definitely we'll find something, like, really fun to do. Um, She's five. We have so much fun, like, just doing, like, normal things. Like, they just really love to go out. Like, the two girls, they just love going out. They love eating out. They love, you know, so very simple things that are really amazing to them at this point. And so we'll probably do one of those things, you know. Um, When I asked Lila what she wanted to do... She told me that she wanted to have a tea party. And she wanted to have like a dance. Like she wanted dancing at the party. And uh, right now her favorite song is um, Lady Gaga. Applause. So that's what she wished for. She wished for to dance with Lady Gaga. I mean to dance to Lady Gaga during a tea party. And so, yeah. Anyway, fun stuff. Let's get into um, what I... Like, basically, I'm here because I'm trying to document um, my, I guess, like, just trying to, like, document the present, like, what's happening to me presently, and then I'm trying to also just you know, let you guys know of this really cool idea. Um, I'd mentioned my period. So my period of a couple weeks ago, after I got out of my period, I may have even had a migraine during that time. Cause usually at the first day of my period, I will get a migraine. And, um, I'm always like at work trying to like, and usually I'm pretty successful about getting rid of it really early when I catch it. I pound lots of water and I try to like just eat very light and, um, but you know, just cause I'm eating light and not unhealthy, doesn't mean that I'm getting the nutrients that I need maybe to avoid the migraine or be proactive about it. Um, I think these are just a lot of things that women, you know, um, become, I guess disengage, like we're not in tune with our bodies at some like if you're working a nine-to-five job you have children you know um, you're pretty much on the jobs on your jobs clock you know you go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time and prepare all this stuff and bring things to work that you need like everything is work 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 and you're at work like more than you're at home and you work to make money to have somebody to pay somebody else to take care of your children that you know in in the like in in wildlife like mom takes care of her children a lot of times i mean like i was watching um we just recently got disney plus and i was watching um it's it called born in china and you know i'm just watching like these these animals that you know are native to china um one of them being what was it uh oh, okay well one of them being the panda of course oh and then like these monkeys i forget what kind of monkeys they are but if you you know if you you go in there you watch it or even google born in china you know it's on disney plus and um i think it's a nat geo or disney nat geo special whatever um you know and and they like they're showing all these animals that are native to china and all the like little animals uh, little babies that are born and how like mom takes care of them and stuff like that you know um what kind of cat was it it was a type of cat it wasn't a mount- it was not a mountain lion it was not a leopard it was you know it was like some one of those feline you know um i live in the uh, one of those cats that live in the mountains and the um the mom, like, takes care of them and stuff. And, like, kind of hunts for them. And, t- you know, like, until they're old enough to, like, leave mom. But, I mean, these kids would be, like, they... I mean, these these little... They were so cute little kittens. Like, so mom hunts for them. And, you know, like, they just chill. And they play. And they learn how to, like, like, survey the land. And then mom brings back the kill. And then they eat. And this happens, like, I mean like until they're like adolescence and into almost adulthood you know and so um I mean not that your children should stay with you until their adulthood but you know and maybe until they're 18 I don't know like who I guess the law says 18 really but like you know the law like again like I don't you know I don't know I have feelings about that now um whatever's right for you You know what I mean like whatever's right for you some children leave home like at the age of 16 they run away because they feel like they're like old enough or whatever and then they're in and out of the home or they just never come home until they're adults again or you know so um just whatever works like but you know I feel like the future is in our you know everybody says like our children are the future and it's like uh yeah you know obviously because they're younger and then when they get older, they're going to be adults and that's going to be like years from now. So yes, they are the future, but how do you invest in your future? You know what I mean? Like, like there's like different ways of investing, you know, you could like throw money at stuff, have people do it for you. Like, so there's people who like, are like, you know, for convenience, they need it done. So they'll pay somebody to do it for them, you know? Um, Or some people, like, invest their time. And they start to learn these skills on their own. And then they start to do these things for themselves. So, um, it just depends on how you want to invest, you know what I mean? And, like, the way I see it is, like, I see my kids flourishing so much from teaching them at home. Um, My kids are not the age that they have to be in school yet. So, but they're at the age where... Lila's at the age where I'm able to enroll her in school. So even though she doesn't have to be in school, I can enroll her in school. And so I enroll her in a homeschool, like a charter school. A charter school, excuse me. It's a public school, pretty much, that helps families who want to homeschool, homeschool. So they provide support. They have teachers come out. They have, um, you know, libraries and um, uh, field trips and... Um, park days and um, meetups and and all this like they have like all these normal, like actually like really cool fun things. Like there are co-ops, there are other mothers that are teaching science that your children can just sit around and at the park and listen to and just have a good time and play and learn. You know what I mean? Because like kids are learning all the time. You don't know it, but they're learning all the time. So my kid, uh, Leela, she is four, and she's, like, really amazing. I mean, four years old, like, she's so articulate. And um, I've mentioned that, I think, before. And I'm so, I'm just so proud of her because, you know, already at age four, there's so many things in this world that are scary. And um, her dad being one of them, sometimes, like, her dad is, like, really effing crazy and i think i mean because there's a lot of ghosts in the closet that he's dealing with or i'm skeletons in the closet that he's dealing with and jimmy has made some really big strides you know so we've seen i've seen jimmy grow into the man that he is today you know like and continue to grow Um, but definitely there are, we're not perfect, you know what I mean? We're always going to grow, we're never going to reach perfection, and there's always going to be something to, um, to exercise, and for Jimmy, that is, um, his patience, and the way he communicates his anger, you know, so, um, when he gets angry, it tends to get real scary, and especially for a four-year-old who has no idea, like, I guess, how much it affects, how much, like, an action can affect a person, you know? Um, And to a two-year-old, too, because my my two-year-old sees it, she starts crying. Or maybe he starts yelling at the two-year-old, and Leela sees it, and she starts crying. So, I mean... And then, like, you know, when, when I'm able to translate what it is that he's angry about, but it sucks because he's yelling what looks like at the children, but he's simply yelling because he's fresh so frustrated that he couldn't like protect them in the moment like a lot of times they get hurt or they almost get hurt and then he finds out after the fact when he hears all this like noise or things falling or whatever and um it startles him and he gets really angry so i noticed like um a while back before too um when he used to work outside a lot i'd be in the house and i would yell his name cuz like maybe there was like something i couldn't like my hands were busy or wet or whatever and like whatever it was that i felt like i couldn't like stop what i was doing to go get him gently and then bring him so i would yell jimmy you know like jimmy like so that he would hear me outside of the house because he's always like in the garage and the garage is kind of like like far away from where i am and he would storm in the house like mad like because i yelled his name and really i was just again just trying to get his attention but he would be so upset and and like start like talking crap to me about how like it's so loud and I just yelled and I startled him and all this stuff so like I realized that he just gets startled very easily like he's a very um and this is something I learned about it's like the language that I've learned that he speaks you know it's not like Like, I'm saying it's okay. It's not okay. It's like, let's keep working on this, you know? Um, Let's work to a level where it doesn't affect you that much. But I've learned to not take it personally by understanding him a little bit more. So um, Jimmy's like a very, like, he goes on autopilot really quickly. And he really loves to stay in that autopilot, like, fun feeling. Like, you know, let's just be free let me do whatever I want, no time restraints, whatever, you know, like, um, and then when you disrupt that with Jimmy, if you disrupt it with him, um, he like gets startled and then he gets really upset and he's not upset with you. He's just upset that it has, um, that it's interfered with his, um, his, his auto, like his, his fun. Driving to work right now, and there's this really bad accident. I mean, all week it's been raining, and you know, I'm in California, and then there's no traffic, and then it's a Friday today, and then there's all this crazy ass traffic, and uh, I'm afraid I may not get to work on time today. We shall see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, so um recently, okay, going back to that migraine, you know talking about the babies and stuff and that's all great and actually um that's something i I really want to do is is to be more attentive to what my children need Uh, more attentive to what my children need and so that's the reason why you know um like what i really want to do is like I want to be home with them. But like I work. Like all the time. And my job isn't stressful. It's not. It's like. I mean I work 730 to 5. I get one day off every other week. Um, And it's the same day. It's Tuesday. I get one Tuesday off every other week. I could choose that too. But I chose Tuesday. And um, you know a lot of people are like why Tuesday. But You know, it works for me. Um, Yeah. It's not a stressful job. You can leave, like, all your worries behind when you leave the door from work. But the thing is, like, I'm there a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I go, I have to, it's the commute in, which isn't long either. But there's the, what the fuck? There's the commute in. there's the commute in and then there's the commute home and then you know on top of the fact that you're there for like nine hours and then um that turns into like maybe 11 hours away right and then like you get home and dinner's not ready but you have to make dinner so if you're making dinner, you're spending time at the stove, not with your kids. So then now, uh, you know, oh, shit. I'm not familiar with where I'm going. So. Yeah, so then you're spending time at the stove, not with your children. Right. And then like. So let's say that takes about an hour. By the time we eat and stuff, it's like time for the kids to go to sleep. So, shit. Oh, okay, I know where I am. Yeah, so it's time for the kids to go to sleep, put in a bed, and then that's it. You know, like I don't get to see them much. And like when they're home with me, when I call out of work and they're home with me all day, they're like great. They're amazing. Like amazing. I have no complaints when I'm at home with them all day, but guess what? I'm not. So when they come home, when they come home, and they've been at the babysitter's all freaking day, and you know, like, I mean, I drop I drop them off at a at like a family friend's uh, house. Very local to us Uh, I love I love their family they're very like I can trust them she's like my auntie you know Um, she's like another grandma or something like a young a glamma for Lila and Tallulah Um, but uh, but you know like grandmas be doing like things that you either ask them not to do or you know what I mean like they will give them candy they'll give them all this shit that you said no and they do it you know what I mean and then uh so you're left to deal with that when they get home they're all freaking crazy bouncing off the walls like thinking they can like boss you around because they boss grandma around let's just call her grandma she's not really grandma but she's grandma so so yeah it's like crazy frustrating for me because I know that my kids are so good and they're so smart but they just it's hard for them to bounce back into my rhythm you know what I mean so part of my goal is to um this year well at some point my goal is to live off the grid right but um Maybe that's something I do on my own. I don't know. But part of my goal is to have... um... Oh, there's a really bad accent. Um, Part of my goal is to, like, own my own business now. And so... A business idea just recently came up and it has something to do with, um, the period. I think the future is going to be, um, you know, you hear like, or you see signs like the future is female and the future, you know, and I think, um, I think so. You know, I, I used to wonder what that meant and I'm starting to realize that like, like where does in New Zealand um you know they're uh what's it called in New Zealand um they're uh what is that uh blah, 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 blah. they don't have a president there they have um prime minister is a woman and um and you know she's like she's a mom she had a baby she like they have great like i mean i really value the system that they have there which is like they're not like, it's like they encourage you to vaccinate, but they're not scaring you to vaccinate and they, your children. And then like, they give you, I think it's like close to two years of like paternal, um, uh, maternal paternal leave. So I think they give you two years of family leave for like having a baby or up to two years, something like that, 22 months or something. Um, which is, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, like, you go to New Zealand, and everybody goes to New Zealand, and they're like, oh, New Zealand is so beautiful. And, you know, and the people there are so nice. And, you know, and it's just, like, and they're so smart. And, um, yeah, I don't know. And it's so beautiful. I hear it's beautiful, you know, people taking care of the land and, it's amazing, you know, like, I just, I really want to be a part of that, um, I really want to be a part of that, um, so, uh, anyway, yeah, so you got the premise, or you got, like, you know, I mean, not that, maybe it's good that Hillary Clinton's not in office, but, you know, you got women running for office, you have women who, like, right now, um, the manager that runs my office there's three levels of management and the top management in my office is a woman um was a woman um the person who replaced her is a woman and honestly like I used to hear a lot of crap about women being in office and they're too emotional and you know I think that that's just what people think you know what I mean yes women can be emotional but just because I'm emotional on my period, like, during my period month or, like, or my period week or, like, just because I'm emotional because my child has, like, graduated or whatever, like, it doesn't interfere with my my logic. Like, it doesn't interfere with my ability to, hey, I'm at work, snap out of it, um, let me deal with this thing at work. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't do that. Like, as long as I know what my boundaries are, as long as any Person knows their boundary, like their emotions should not get in the way of a decision at work. And so, I think it's just something that we've told ourselves, like, "Oh, women are just like weepy and they cry all the time and they're emotional, so they won't be able to handle the job." Like, I, I honestly don't feel that way. I honestly feel that if you get a good woman in office, it, or not in office, but just like in office, you know, in the office, in in uh, as a as a leader, as a teacher, I mean, most. Teachers are women, so F, you know what I mean. Like, like, think about that for a second. Like, when you're growing up, most of your teachers were women. And yes, they were emotional, and some of them were crazy or whatever. But there are, like, I'm like, I, everybody can list a great teacher that they had. You know, who was most likely a woman. And I remember when I when I first got my my first like male teacher like in high school or like, um, I think, um, in middle school that was like, oh, I loved it. I loved it. But you know, the thing is like, I'm, I'm just trying to show that they're like people saying that like women don't have the ability to like, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's bullshit because women are doing so much. And the thing is like, if, if women were given the support to get through those like tough times, like their period and stuff like that. Like, as I'm getting older now, I'm realizing, you know, there's a fine line between like complaining and 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 feeling sobby because like you have your period and it's like ruining everything, and it really does put you in a bad mood, and it really does change your hormones, and you know, thus I get migraines. And you know what I mean? Like, I I I'm getting like the worst of all the symptoms. You know what I mean? I've gotten like weight gain, and I've I've always dealt with weight gain, and Um, you know migraines as far back as maybe like 2012 and um, it stopped when I was pregnant like because you know I was breastfeeding and I didn't have like my hormones were pretty much at bay because like when you're pregnant and you're breastfeeding it just kind of stops everything like the estrogen I think from I think it's the estrogen that it stopped. I don't know. One of the the hormones. Um, And that's what I'm like. I'm trying to become like more. um, Not become. But I'm learning um, how levels of hormones. um, I've been learning actually since 2012. Whenever it was that I started to get these migraines. Or I didn't like the way. Like I was so out of tune. I was on birth control. And I didn't like the way my birth control was like. Like what it was doing to me and stuff like that but then like you go to a doctor's office and that's the only option that you get is like oh you should be on birth control why aren't you on birth control like you don't want to get pregnant do you well let's talk about birth control it's like um I've learned how to take control of my fertility thank you very much without the use of birth control pills or methods you know, and, and I think that like everybody, nobody will argue with you that if you can get to the root of the problem and you can fix the root of the problem that you shouldn't have an issue. Right. So, you know, I figured it, like I track my fertility. I got a basal thermometer. I was like tracking my, you know, my, because as you get closer to your, um, um, menstruation, your temperature goes higher and higher and higher. And if you track it and you look at it like month by month, you could see like this line graph, this trend. And you know exactly when you're fertile and you know exactly when you're gonna menstruate. And so like, what the fuck do I need to ingest a pill for if I know clearly when I'm fertile anyways? You know, it's funny and and a lot of women don't know. I'm just gonna throw out like a few facts right now. I'm not trying to like bombard you, but like if you're a woman listening to this podcast right now, Like, I don't know if you know, but like, you can only get pregnant, it's about one week out of the four or five weeks that, you know, four to five weeks in a month, um, out of that four to five weeks, there's only one week that you can actually get pregnant. Now, where that week begins and ends, like, needs some fine tuning. Like, you need to do some work to figure out exactly when it starts and when it ends you know what I mean Um, but I mean I know now when I'm ovulating which is like excuse me the beginning of your cycle is when you are having your period and then like about 13 to 14 days after that like midway you ovulate and there is a day that you ovulate like there's a day that you know your ovaries will just like, release all these eggs. And um, and you feel it. You know that bloating that you get, like, two weeks before, like, that P... We call it PMS, like, pre-menstrual s- syndrome or whatever. Like, it's like, everybody's always like, oh, I'm, I'm bloating, like, a week before my period. I'm, like, feeling, like like, round and, uh, like, water retention. Yes, all of that. But, like, about two weeks prior to having my period... I will be so bloated that when I sit down too fast, I feel like there's a balloon that's going to pop, like, you know, in my stomach sometimes. Like, oh, I sat down too fast, you know, like. So. um So, yeah, so. Like, once you are in tune or, or like at least know what happens during like all the phases, because, you know, this starts happening at Puberty. Like, when we once we get our, um, what's it called? Our periods, where we have our periods for like the rest of our lives until, well, not the rest of our lives, but until um, we don't anymore, which is like menopause, which could happen between like 40, 50, 60. Actually, 40, 50, maybe 40, 50. And, um, but you know, some people like me, I had my period as early as 11. I've heard of some people having their period as early as 9 you know, and then they have it for nearly 40 years. Like you have your period for 30 to 40 years. And you know, if you're going to be with your period for that long, wouldn't you want to learn how to have like a harmonious relationship with you? It's just like any relationship, you know, if you're going to be married for 30 years, you don't want to fucking like be like, Oh yeah, this is the fucking person that I'm with. Like, I can't believe I fucking, you know what I mean? That's what I hear. I read like a lot of moms are like, Oh, you wait, you wait until you get your period. And then you could see what, it's just like, okay, like, we can threaten our children with the period. We can threaten our daughters with the period. Like, what are we, like, teaching them? That we laugh at them when they're hurting? Like, you know, um, how about, like, just explaining, like, what type of pain they're going to go through. And, like, understanding that pain. You know, the only reason why I got through birth naturally with no drugs is because i understood it i put myself in those shoes i like laid there i pretended i was having giving birth i was breathing i was like learning how to like let go just like letting go like being super soft and gentle like i would have like if my husband um grabbed my arm and shook it like i would just like you know be so like loose and like and i was just learning how to loosen up and i would do this and imagine this and think about it and like like pretty much towards the end of my pregnancies before I knew when I knew the baby was coming these are the things that I would do you know what I mean and um, these are the things I would do and 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 they really helped me a lot because through those things I gained so much strength because one I knew what was going to happen two when it was happening to me I knew exactly what was happening to me like yeah like I mean just like researching you know just like even just knowing like okay this is the this is the phase of labor that and then this is the second phase of labor that this is how you know and so when I'm acting like this and somebody asks me do you want medicine because you look really angry right now like no like get the fuck away from me I don't want any medicine like this is how I'm dealing with it right now you know what I mean like it's like When, uh, you know, when you get angry, uh, so my husband used to get angry a lot. And then like, like I told you, you know, he gets angry and I used to take it personally. I used to think like, what the fuck did I do? Why are you so mad at me? And again, like now I understand that like my husband gets mad because sometimes he feels out of control. It's a control thing. I think he feels like he can't control certain things. He wants to protect me and he felt like he couldn't in the situation. So if I'm telling him something that happened earlier today where I almost got hurt but blah, blah 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 and he's just like are you retarded are you dumb like da, 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 da. and he starts getting mad and he starts like you know calling me out on certain things but it's like it's already happened and I'm safe you know um you know instead of getting defensive now I'm just like you know what if you're gonna call me names we 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 can talk later you know if there's another issue like if you're upset because you feared for my life I understand that you're afraid right now but that now is not the time to start talking crap to somebody about that you know like now I can address it now I'm ahead of him now I can it's like kind of calling him out but not really you know what I mean I'm not calling him out to the point where he feels embarrassed and that he gets defensive but it's just like letting him know like hey I know what you're really mad about you know don't if you're mad about that there's better ways to communicate that don't start calling me names don't start like you know gaslighting me because i know what the fuck you're doing now you know and and it's it's worked tremendously it's work it's it's so great um so yeah anyway sorry i want to take a sip of my um my tea so I know we're kind of veering off away from, um, you know, because I was doing, like, Maker of Arrows. I was trying to be teacher. Not trying, but, like, I was. I am a teacher. I keep telling myself I am these things. Like, you know, you just got to tell your. You have to understand that you are what you are. So you don't have to try. You don't always have to say you're trying or that you're trying to become or you're going to become. You are so i am a teacher and um i am a wife and i am a mother and um as teacher again like with this whole menstruation thing as teacher it's just like teach your children you know and this is what i mean by the future is women like if women can get on this program and understand that it's okay like we're not on the man's program we don't have to be on men's program we're always trying to fit in with men you know what i mean like it's like Ever since this whole... I mean, Ally Wong kind of makes fun of this about, like, how, you know, we had it real good as women and then we wanted to fight for our fucking rights and then now here we are, like, having to work and stuff when all we really want to do is, like, lay around and do shit. You know what I mean? And so women had it good, but then we fucking fucked it up. And, you know, I... She's making a joke out of it. I don't actually, like, want to just lay around and waste myself to death. But I think, um... A really good point from this is that like we're always trying to match men and we're always trying to like we're not the same species men and women we will never be and I know a lot of you guys are going to be really mad about this um but it's true like the abilities that Jimmy has like the physical capabilities that he has I don't have you know what I mean like and not that's not equal and that's not static throughout but there's just certain things that Jimmy does that I don't do You know, he does like the yard work and the outside work and I help him. I help him with that. I don't want to like sit around doing nothing, but there's certain things that I, he doesn't ask me to do and that I just don't do because I feel it would harm me, you know, or my body. And so those are just like judgment calls. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we're always just, we're just always trying to be on the same level as men. We're always trying to go by their schedules and we're always trying to like, you know what I mean? And again, like we hide our periods because of man, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my period doesn't bother me, you know, or like, and then you go and you cry in the bathroom about like, I wish I could be straight up about my period, but I can't, you know, because I'm a fucking woman and mom and I'm going through this shit right now. And I work with a whole bunch of dudes that don't understand and I have to hide it how lonely is that you know what I mean like what if we could support each other and if women were teaching each other how to get through it and cope with it and deal with it and providing support and giving options and giving creating opportunities and options like there's been this crazy like with the whole period thing there's period underwear now there's period underwear out there like there's this whole new market for periods because women are starting to under like because other women are starting to understand that we need to teach other women like we need to heal and we need to do some healing we need to learn more about ourselves we need to accept ourselves we need to love ourselves we need to like figure out what works for us you know what i mean and um and these are the ways that women can then make a stronger presence in the workforce or you know just naturally like if If I had, like, support during my period and I didn't have to, like, hide all my period stuff or whatever, how much more work could I get done? You know what I mean? Like, instead of having to, like, oh, do I have a jacket? Like, can I, like, I'm trying to go to the bathroom, for example, and, like, let's say I want to hide my fucking tampon, right? Because, I mean, stop hiding the tampons, ladies, okay? Stop hiding all that stuff. But, you know, if I'm still there... Like if I'm a person who still fears like what people think or whatever, then I'm looking for a jacket or I'm looking for a bag or I'm looking for a pouch or I'm looking for something at my desk now to put, to insert my, um, my tampon or pad or whatever like means that you use to soak up your, your period blood. You're putting that somewhere. What if you don't have a jacket? What if you don't have a pouch? Now you're stressing out about like, okay, do you have pockets? Like, okay, I don't have pockets. Like, what do I do? I guess I have to stick it in my bra, like, you know, and you start to get creative and you start to figure out, like, but you're wasting a lot of time sitting there worrying when you could just get up and walk to the damn bathroom. Stop hiding that shit, women. But if you still feel like you have to, just challenge yourself a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, don't put it in a bag. Maybe just hold it discreetly in your hand until you're able to just hold it out freely in you know show the world like like stop being ashamed of being a woman you know because there's so many great things like about being a woman there's so many great things and I know that there's a lot of things that hinder us like and we want to be on the man's schedule again it's only a hindrance because you compare yourself to what men can do versus what you're able to do and there are certain things that like maybe we just weren't meant to do you know um Or maybe meant isn't the right word, but, you know, it's just like that you could be okay with just letting go of that, you know, like that idea that like you have to do this thing, you know? So anyway, my business idea, um, I've spoken a lot with you guys this morning and I like I started thinking like just with all of my knowledge about my period and all the research I've done, like I mentioned, and like, you know, now I'm getting these migraines again after getting my period back. Um, every time I would be pregnant, I wouldn't have a period for like two years at a time. It was so nice. And that's because the hormones are kind of suppressed. So you don't, when you're breastfeeding. So like, you know, in a sense, kind of like a birth control in in itself. Um, and then this bond that you have with your child and You know, um, it was just, it just felt natural to me. Um, but anyway, now that I've gotten my period back, it's, it's been like kind of crazy. It's just recently, like the first year, it's just like all over the place. And then like recently it's getting closer and closer together. And, um, and now I'm getting the migraines because maybe I've lost touch. Like when I was out on disability, I was able to cook myself like great meals like go out and shop for good good food um now i mentioned you know i barely have time for certain things i really want to spend time with my children so sometimes i might compromise my food or my diet and um to spend a little bit more time with them and i know that that's okay um it's okay but my body doesn't like it and so now i'm trying to um, learn how to like you know take care of um, to take control of, of my, my, um, my body during this time, you know? Um, so, um, I mentioned to my girlfriend recently that I wanted to, um, you know, maybe change my diet because I know, I know for a fact that diet has a lot to do with and i'm not talking about like dieting i'm just talking about like you know when i was out on disability i had never thought okay i just i had just had a baby you know what i mean and usually with my first one i held on to baby weight for a really long time but with my second one i was thinking like i hadn't gained as much weight as the first time but i still gained a good amount of weight you know and when i left um the doctor's office the moment i left the doctor's office and i got home i like recovered so fast like within a week i was good and i didn't even i don't even think i had to wait a week like i was i was still feeling contractions like because it's trying to pull the uterus um lining back you know so that's not like all stretched out and stuff um like the pouch you know if you think about like a pouch or whatever if 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 i have any guys out there like trying to like wondering what i'm talking about like you know the woman's belly stretches out after you have the baby it has to stretch back into place you know so um, I was feeling a lot of pain from the stretching back into place. But in terms of my lady parts, like, my, um, my vagina was, like, good. Like, I, I didn't feel any pain. Um, I was I was really good. Like, it was amazing how fast I recovered. I even walked out of the hospital. Like, for those of you guys who don't know, um, most of the time they wheel you out of the hospital, like, with a wheelchair. And, like, I wasn't even, like... I couldn't even wait until I could leave the hospital. Um, Because at the hospital, like, they pressure you to do a lot of things that you don't want to do. Like, oh, like, you need these medications. And and then you're like, no thanks. And they're like, oh, you know, and they keep checking up on you. You can't fucking rest. And it's like, I just want to rest. I don't want any medication. Like, I don't need medication. I'm not in pain. You know, it's like... And they, and they still ask you and they'll still ask you. And then it's like, they want to vaccinate every single vaccination for your child. And they want to give your baby a bath and your baby doesn't need a bath. Like just cause your baby comes out looking dirty because it comes out of your vagina or in, like, first of all, guys, like it comes, the baby comes out of your womb, like your womb, like what dirt could possibly be in your womb? Is it really that dirty in there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then when it comes out, when, when the baby comes out with all this stuff on it, um, you know, I know the tendency is like, well, there's like a little bit of tiny like little bit of blood got there like by the ear, and you know, okay, whatever, wipe it, you know, but like, the baby doesn't need a full-on bath, like their skin is not even accustomed to like it doesn't understand the context of the world- like the baby doesn't understand the context of our world yet, so why, you know what I mean? like start thinking more critically, people, like the baby doesn't need that, they don't even need it, they don't need to eat. Like they don't need to eat for like two days after coming out. They don't need a bath for like a week, you know. Some people wait longer. I waited like a week or two. You know what I mean? Um, my my kids are like healthy as 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 hell, you know. Um, and like compared to a lot of like a lot of parents will talk to me about their children, and um, like my my kids are so healthy, and I'm so proud. And I'm so happy for them. And like, they don't see the doctor often. They don't get shots often. And in fact, I met a mom once who told me she used to get the flu shot for her children every year. And they would be coughing and they would have the flu so bad. So bad. And, um, and colds that are really like ridiculous, right? And then the one year she stopped. She stopped one day. I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. The mom's intuition. And she listened to it. And I met this lady. And she's like, she listened to it. And um, she had all her three kids, you know, one day with me. And um, we're at this office. And she's just like, yeah, I just, you know, I just wanted to see how. And she stopped. And she's like, this year they haven't gotten sick. Amazing. Like people are fucking like scared into to 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 getting the shot for like the flu because oh don't get the flu or if you get the flu it won't be the worst version of the flu and then here there's this mom you know straight up there are people and your, if you're listening there are people in your life that will tell you things and you just don't believe them but it's like my kids never get the flu shot my kids my youngest one has never been vaccinated for only vitamin k nothing else maybe hep b i don't know no 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 Tolula has not been vaccinated at all She's gotten um, ill more than Leela has, but she's made it through. It's nothing like crazy, you know? Um, it's stuff that like if you're level-headed and you can really think on your feet and really be prepared and really respond like to what's happening in the present moment, like you can get through it, you know? Um, she's had a fever where it was like 105 and that didn't... Like as long as you're not scared and you're not fear... Like fear isn't driving you it'll be okay she was nine months when she had that type of a fever she had it for like two or three days you know but I educated myself go out there and educate yourself there's like a whole bunch of people out there like listen to their stories you know um what else do I want to say before I have to go because I am having to go now Wow. Well, I've, I've almost, like, taken up, like, an hour of your time. And so thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I'm going to get more into, like, what me and my friend are talking about in the next one. Um, but definitely, you know, stay tuned. I do want to start a business. I've been thinking about it. Um, I've had all these, like, ideas um, of what I wanted to do. And it's just, like, I've been fine-tuning it. So it's not that I've been changing my ideas around. I've just been fine-tuning what exactly it is I want to provide to the world. Um, So stick around for that. My friend brought up this really cool idea and it happened to just come from a conversation that I was having talking about my period and how I wanted to change um, the foods that I ate and things like that to kind of go with my cycle. And um, yeah, we'll talk more later. Um, Maybe I'll add something a little bit later. Um, But I hope you enjoyed um, and... I look forward to uh, speaking with you guys soon.